0: hello and welcome to the first episode of the soundtrack to our lives podcast i am your host aaron rubenfeld in this podcast our goal is to connect music fans together and have them have great meaningful conversations about the artist and sometimes i will bring in an artist themselves like i did in this episode today we're going to be joined by twitch streamer musician and music teacher emmy law emmy is a good friend of mine she is based in nashville Tennessee, originally from Georgia. Uh, She is a pop, folks, singer, songwriter, and she is a very talented musician. I'm so happy to have her on this episode of the podcast. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I am so sorry about the audio quality in this episode. I promise you for the next one, it will be better. Uh, I hope you enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first ever episode of the soundtrack to our lives podcast today i'm going to be joined with uh joined by musician uh music teacher and twitch streamer emmy law emmy welcome to the show
1: hi erin thank you for having me of
0: course of course so why don't you just talk uh talk talk to everybody tell a little ah, i can't talk tell a little bit about yourself and like how you started in music that kind of stuff
1: yeah so my name is emmy law and i um I am from Gainesville, Georgia, and I was a music major and everything in college. And music has always just come really naturally to me. I just love it, and um, one of those things where I just feel the need to create it. And so I started writing songs in college, and um, it's been a journey ever since. Yeah, I grew up taking piano lessons, you know, all the things, and I'm I'm constantly learning and just having fun with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. So tell me a little bit about your your influence, not only in music, but as a person, one of the big biggest things that I love about you and your streams is just what a good like human being you are. So tell me a little bit about Aww.
1: that. Well, you know, I have wonderful parents, honestly. They're just wonderful people. <laughs> That's <laughs> such a cliche answer, but it's so true. And I just, I felt a lot of love growing up. They definitely just, I think, showed me how to love on people. And I try to do, I just try to... Um, follow their example, and um, so definitely had great parents, um, and yeah, I had a great youth group growing up at church. Okay. I know church that that can be a trigger for some people, and I totally understand why because a lot of churches are very scary. Yeah. But um, I had a wonderful youth group growing up, and I think that made an impact on me. Me too. I, I Someone t- is knocking is knocking on my door.
0: Oh, that's great!
1: You know what? Let me just peek. Peek.
0: Yep. one second okay One don't second. <laughs> so
1: yeah <laughs> okay okay i'm back so oh, yeah. sorry no
0: don't worry all worry. right don't worry about it uh, yes yeah so what about music who are your biggest influences in music and also with the youth group i totally understand back when i was in high school i had my youth group as well so yes that's so great yes
1: yeah and then musically um yeah, so my piano teacher growing up was really good. Um, I was inspired by some of the music majors where I went to college, and um, they definitely inspired me. And the band Copeland—I know they're like kind of an obscure band, but they—I was, I was gonna really ask about, cool. about that. So, oh to, yeah, yeah, I was you, really influenced by them. Yeah,
0: if you want to talk it's about them, like you're welcome to so.
1: Okay, yeah. yeah, and it's funny because an influence doesn't have to be an artist that you sound like because no. I don't sound like them, no, you but um, it's just their songwriting influenced me, and I was very inspired by them. And also, Ingrid Michaelson and the Avid brothers, okay, those are uh, some artists that I, I recognize um, from inspired your song list, So. yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, go ahead, go ahead.
0: Sorry, what were you saying? Sorry.
1: Yeah, I've just had some, and also just artists that I'm around are so inspiring, you know, like daily, Mm -hmm. like in the last few years, like when I was in Atlanta, it's just always cool seeing other artists working hard, and it makes you want to work hard, you know?
0: So tell me about your time in the Atlanta music stream, and then what influenced you to make the move to Nashville and that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, so Atlanta um, was like my first city. Um, of trying music, and I think it's because I was, um, it's like an hour and a half from where I grew up, and so it was just kind of, kind of close to home, but Atlanta wasn't as much my vibe as Nashville is, like, Atlanta was very big and spread out, and the community wasn't as collaborative, I'm not, I'm not knocking on Atlanta, because Atlanta's the cool city, but the music scene just wasn't as collaborative, um, like, so I just, you know, like, whenever you just get the feeling that you're done somewhere, you know, you just have that peace, I felt like that about Atlanta, and so... Um coming to Nashville, it was a little intimidating, but honestly it it has been very collaborative and just very encouraging and inspiring. Um and it feels a lot like a little big city. Mm-hmm. Like I know it's a big city, but I've definitely found some pockets of community here. It's yeah, been I,
0: great. Actually, I was gonna ask but has there been a positive outcome since you moving to Nashville? And if so, tell me what it tell me what it was and do you like is was there any <laughs> regrets?
1: Yeah. Zero regrets. And I actually just get the thought that I might not have actually moved makes me it's like so scary to think about because I can see so many benefits. It's been nothing but positive moving here. And I don't know how long I'll be here, but man, I've already learned and grown so much. So, yeah, it's kind of like a sponge was my Atlanta sponge. It was all all the water was out of it, you know, and I'm still now I'm just soaking up the water in Nashville. <laughs> That's a weird analogy. That but is. um.
0: Oops. We're ready for you here yeah. in New York. If you ever decide to move, we're ready for you here.
1: I love New York. Yeah. I went on this one tour. I, you probably heard me talking about it up there, and it was so much fun. I love Brooklyn. And you're in Syracuse. I'm in
0: Syracuse. Yes. Wait.
1: In Syracuse. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So how far are you from New York City?
0: Like four hours. But it,
1: four hours. Yeah, four, okay. Cool.
0: Five That's hours not too by far, train, then. but four hours by car. So.
1: Okay. Yeah. Cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, Tell me a bit about your songwriting process. How do you approach it and what themes do you enjoy exploring?
1: So um, it it sort of depends. What I used to do a lot was just whatever inspiration hit me and I would just sit down and just write whatever came out. And then in recent years, I've tried really hard to still have those days, but then also have like very intentional times where I'm going to write a song about this or for this with this in mind. And with themes um same thing like I definitely used to just go with the theme that I was feeling Mm -hmm. but then I realized you really can like put a lot more structure behind what you're writing people think it it just has to be just oh whatever comes and like sometimes for sure it's whatever comes and those times are important but then sometimes you do kind of treat it like I'm sitting down to work on this for this amount of time and like you kind of treat it like a job a little bit maybe you want to write a song about home or about friendship or or love or you know but I've tried to not get stuck in a rut. I'm still working on that of like writing about the same things. Yeah, yeah. it's challenging.
0: Yeah. Talk about the uh, studio side. I know recently you've talked a lot about how you've been working with these producers and uh, how you've taken more artistic control in the studio. So tell me about yes. that.
1: Yes, I've had so much fun. The more you work with producers, the more comfortable you get. You know, so like when I first started doing music, I was not comfortable and I would always defer to the producer. And now I very much like am so comfortable voicing my opinion and making it a collaboration with the producer instead of, oh, here's the song. You just do whatever with it. You know, it's a lot more of a collaboration now. And then working with different personalities is so important. You find where you mesh and where you don't mesh. And that's all good. It's all like part of the process. So, yeah, I just think the more producers you can work with, the better when you're trying to find someone, you know, and then obviously you end up landing on the people it works with. But yeah, the whole process just makes you better.
0: Yeah, you know? I, yeah I absolutely really agree does. with that. I mean, I've only, you've, yeah. worked, you've actually kind of worked with the only producer I've worked with in, indirectly. But still, like, yeah. I, he's the only producer, I, and I totally understand that process as well.
1: Yes, so, yes.
0: Yes. Uh, so uh, talk, tell me about your music lessons. What inspired you to start teaching music? And then what um, while also recording your own stuff on the side? Uh,
1: Yeah, so I made a decision. I, you know, I was a music major, music ed, and I decided after student teaching high school that I was not going to do that. Like, I I think I was okay at it and I love the kids, but I just didn't feel called there. So I um, started doing music lessons privately to help pay the bills while I did music. And honestly, I just decided to do that instead of being a waitress (laughs) because you know, it's better money, it's, um, the hours are better, there's a lot of, the only thing that hasn't been better is that it's been hard to, like, go on tour or go travel and play because I have to be here for my lessons. I mean, I, I can still take off work, but it's, you know, you're a little more dependent upon, but that was a trade-off that I made, and mm-hmm. I'm so glad I made it because I think it's why I'm still here doing mm-hmm. music because <laughs> I would have burned out so fast if I had been just being a waitress and, and doing music like that. I, I would have burned out, I don't know, it's, uh- it's a lot. I feel like a year in, I would have been like, all right.
0: <laughs> absolutely would you ever end up leaving the music lessons at some point if your popularity w- popularity would end up exploding
1: yeah yeah mm-hmm. and it's so cool um I- i've gradually been replacing it with other things mm-hmm. like twitch and um some song fin- songwriting and i've been able to teach less so that's been really nice so yeah the goal is to teach less and less and less mm-hmm. but i do love it you know like i do i i feel very lucky and blessed to be able to To do the lessons and um, have those one-on-one relationships. So definitely, the goal is not to have a million students. I honestly, I'd love to have like just ten. I probably have like thirty right now. Oh wow, that's a lot. And I I love them. I love them. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, Yeah. it's a lot of fun, and it's really, it's really been um, a good thing to do alongside, you know, the songwriting and releasing music.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What was your decision to go on Twitch, and do you? have you had any like second thoughts against it have you feel like i feel like with me specifically when i say oh i met you on twitch um i get judged because i'm watching twitch you know do do you ever feel that type of sense in twitch and like just tell like what made you like decide to do that
1: yeah you mean like people judging me for being on twitch
0: Yeah, that and just going on twitch in general
1: Oh, totally. I know. And I, yeah, people have this thing that there's a little bit of a judgment there from Mm -hmm. some people, but, and especially in Nashville, I like play live shows and I'll mention my Twitch family, my Twitch community. And they're like, like, people don't even know what Twitch is sometimes. It's so funny. Um, But I don't, I haven't regretted it for one second. I, and I'm so grateful. My friend Jennifer Jess was on it. And that's who I discovered, like, that's how I discovered Twitch was through her. And then during the pandemic, I was like, all right, let me just let me just try this. And so it took me three months to get all the everything set up. Mm -hmm. And then I just hopped on and I haven't regretted it since it's been so great. I mean, I never thought I'd be doing it if like, well, while I was living in Atlanta, if you've been like, yeah, you're going to have this wonderful family on Twitch Mm -hmm. and you're going to release music and they're going to help you fund it and just support you. And you're going to be a family. I would have been like, you're hilarious. That's insane. No, no, I'm not doing that. But I, yeah, I, I actually am proud to tell people that I do it. And to be honest, so, I, I, if, I they, if they great. judge, I'm like,
0: whatever. <laughs> I think it's great because Twitch has this amazing community of musicians that not pe- not many people do know about. And I found so many talent, including you and so many others on there, Jennifer Jess as well. Uh, so, yeah.
1: It's, yeah, I it, love listening to the music on there. Yeah. Everyone's, there's so so much great mm. talent and unique people on there.
0: Yeah. And I love that all you guys support one another, especially with the raids and stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I love that, too. It's such yeah. a collaborative... See, and that's what I was missing in Atlanta mm-hmm. was this collaborative community because everything felt like a a, a competition there. Mm-hmm. All the open mic nights were competitions, and it just felt like everybody was in competition with you. I and think, it's just been so nice finding that on Twitch.
0: Isn't that similar, though, in like Nashville? Because it is such a competitive music scene in there as well, so...
1: What's funny is, Mm -hmm. yes, there is. Yeah, there's a lot of competition, but there's definitely a lot more collaboration here that I wasn't expecting that I didn't find in Atlanta. And that's just my experience. So
0: now if you guys are looking to find a place. Nashville is the place. So,
1: yeah, I really can't say enough good things. Mm -hmm. It's great. But yeah.
0: Talk a little bit about the uh, MLAW community and how that became established. And then it led to the creation of your record label, MLAW Records.
1: Yes, I love it. So I, you know, being an independent artist can feel very isolating. You're Mm -hmm. just like on this little island and you're doing everything by yourself. And it's, that's what we're all doing. That We're not, those of us that are independent, which is most of us. So um, hopping on Twitch, I just right off the bat, I knew that I wanted to name our community something. So I think it took me like a month and I was like bouncing ideas off of, I don't know, the five people that were in there. And then we just came up with the the Mm M-Laws. And then I think I released like one song and realized, wait, I want to like, I want to make this, you know, like we're we're releasing these songs together. So I just made up M-Law Records. So there it is. And you know what? Merch is on the way. Okay. We're going to make some merch. Oh,
0: now, now there's something for us to look even more forward to.
1: Oh, yeah, we're going to have merch. And it's, it's one of my goals for the rest of this year is to at least have one or two pieces of merch that we can have together. As you should. But it's been so amazing, the in law community, really. I mean, and it's not just financially. Financially, obviously, but it's been like the morale. It's been such a morale boost and so fun to have that community to share music with and just do life with. So it's been, yeah, amazing.
0: Yeah. So before I get to my little surprise for you, I have one more question. Well, you have t- two new releases. I have two questions, actually. You have two new releases yeah. coming out. Talk to them about that. Actually, one came out today. And also, I know one of them is a... Sorry. Um, uh, I know one of them is a uh, a Christian record. Talk about how your faith influences not just your Christian music, but just all your music in general.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's always a challenge. Um, I never want to over... You know, and this is me getting in my own head, like mm-hmm. overemphasize the fact that I'm a Christian and like make the music all about that. But the truth is I am. And it definitely is a big part of my life. And one of the songs that I just released, Hide Me Here with um, Joshua's Giants. That's my friend Josh. We released mm-hmm. it together. It is a very firmly Christian song. Like it has the word Jesus in it. Like it is a Christian song. And um, and so I'm actually tooling around with the idea maybe of starting an, another like project that will be for my Christian songs. I haven't decided yet, and that way I'll keep my secular music and then my Christian music mm-hmm. separate. Even though I mean it is part of who I am, and there's different schools of thought on that, so I'm just sort of working through decisions there. But um, yeah,
0: yeah. Does your faith ever influence the non uh, the non Christian releases though?
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah it, it it does, and you know I like really um. One of my dreams is to be able to write an EP or a record of songs that are Mm. that are Christian, Mm. but that that for me, maybe I'm writing them about God and my relationship with him. But maybe other people could take it to be a boyfriend, girlfriend relationship, like a partner relationship or, you know what I mean? so it's not so like, you know what I mean? So the people who are not Christian who Mm. maybe don't believe in God, Mm. that they can also get something out of them are there any i'm not thinking, you know yeah anyway. i, I
0: know. are there any christian songs specifically that you that come to mind that are a big influence
1: well i know this is a major throwback but switch foot <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> from back in the day like
0: keep in mind i'm not christian so i don't know any of this stuff so i do totally. like two christian songs so yeah see
1: and i love that i yes. love talking with people who are not christian yes. and just having this dialogue because Honestly, I'm navigating it. I don't want to be firmly in the Christian genre. Yeah. I, I just want, yeah, you know, it's like part of who I am. So anyway, it's, yeah. But I would say like Switchfoot, Throwback to Reliant K. Mm-hmm. But um, there's definitely, like, there, there's this group called The Brilliance that makes really beautiful music. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. But I'm really drawn to not the artists that are in mainstream Christian, because to be honest, a lot of that music is so boring to me. It's mm-hmm. so so boring. So I love the artists that do creative things yeah. with their music. Mm-hmm. Like Steffyon Se- Stevens is one. Okay. He's got some Christian stuff, but it's like very artsy and creative. So
0: okay. Anyway, okay. Now for my little surprise. So the the main point of this podcast is connecting fans together. So please welcome Nemos and Decibel, Decibel, Decibel. Oh.
1: No. No. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is an awesome surprise yeah. I
1: Decimal. what am I to do with you oh my goodness you know Decibel is a singer you I, know this
0: I, I, I did know this I forgot about and, it but I did know a this,
1: <laughs> this is <such> a surprise <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness I love you well I love you Nemos I hate you Decibel
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, thank you <laughs>
0: So, the, my first two questions for both Nemos and Decibel are that you guys can both answer it. So, how did you guys first discover Emmy? And then, how did you guys um, uh, become such a staple in
2: the MLOC community? I a
1: picture of this. Decibel,
2: would you like to go first or should I go first? Decibel, you're
3: muted. <laughs> Yay, technology! <laughs> I, I'm a singer that doesn't know how to operate tech. <laughs> um, I, uh, I'm pretty sure that I met Emmy through Jennifer Jess, uh, probably on a raid, um, and you know, I, I, my tendency on Twitch is to try and seek out smaller streamers, um, specifically to try and support smaller streamers. Um, but, you know, if I'm going to spend time, significant amounts of time in somebody's stream, it's, it's got to be entertaining. Um, and, you know, aside from being a, a stupendous singer, Emmy is also very entertaining just with the way that she, uh, you know, interacts with chat and, and conducts herself on stream. So, uh, that, you know, to me, that was easy. Um, and she's definitely one of the streamers that I, you know, pay a, a good amount of attention to uh so yeah
2: right in large amount i agree with decibel on his reasons so for me the story begins in 2020 i was uh living and working in bangkok thailand at the time and i was working nights which is about 12 hours offset of the central u.s time zone so i was working until like 7 8 a.m and that made it perfect to fit in the emmy slot and i'm not sure whether it was to do a raid or just me clicking through the depths of twitch just to find new streamers and what i noticed immediately is that there's this interaction going on between emmy and the emlaws and also between the emlaws themselves oftentimes you see these big streamers with thousands of, sub- of viewers And it's just like one big stream of emoticons in the chat. And that's all the interaction there is. And over here, there's actually like chat in between the songs. And that makes it so much more personal and valuable. Not to mention the stupendous music quality that there is. And it just like hit me in the special way. And I think after the first stream, I already subscribed and I haven't really looked back much. Uh, and whenever I can wreck my sleep schedule enough to attend, I'll be there. (laughs) So that's uh, my story in particular.
0: That's great. So, my next two questions, Emmy, you can feel free to jump in as well. So, this one is for Decibel What has made you become the scapegoat in a lot of Emmy's stream?
1: (laughs) I still can't believe you guys are both here.
3: I can't believe it. Um, well I I I've been thinking about that and I think it all started uh, because Emmy has a, a a way of responding to support that's a little unique. Um I it is unique and it's not. A lot of streamers that I watch um especially larger, you know, levels of support, 10, 20, 50 sub bombs, uh they just don't believe it. You know, and and I don't know if that's Something that's driven by, you know, imposter syndrome or or what have you, but it's it's actually a fairly common trait that I notice a, among a lot of streamers and Emmys, uh, especially earlier on uh, in in her streaming career. Her way to respond to that would just be to say "shut up" in in a very <laughs> you know cute and endearing way, not like "shut up." Um, and so that just that naturally became a whole thing uh in the stream and it's it's evolved over time I would say to be uh which that that's something that I latched on to you know so I'm like oh this this I can have fun with this okay if you're gonna <laughs> tell like me to shut up I'm gonna now. tell you to shut I can't up can't help it like it's, it's over it's just <laughs> and,
1: and I mean <laughs> well I mean what it, it is <laughs> like
3: mm-hmm. I mean you're you're the same
1: it's, with
0: it's, Data as well so like you're the exact
1: oh, I don't. I don't even. It's, it's honestly, I don't even feel in control of it. It's just like at this point, it's just <laughs> happening. Like
3: it's it's Emmy's actually, alter ego.
1: Actually, it is. So, something's going on there. Yeah. yeah.
0: We, data was supposed to be here today as well. However, he, the timing did not work out. But he sent his. What a
1: loser! I know. I know. But
0: <laughs> shout out to data.
1: Cool well, data. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And that, so for Nemo's, you're working. You're currently working on a remix of one of Emmy's songs. So why don't you just talk about that? Emmy, you can jump in as well on this as well. I know this is more Nemo's project, but it is your song. So mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. That's correct. It's a recent release by Emmy Law. Um, it's called Never Been the One. And more so than her usual releases, it's a little more poppy, a little more produced. And when I heard it, I figured... Hey, you can actually set this to a four to the floor type beat if you wanted to, and it would still make sense. And given all the extra vocal lines, there's so much room to play. And I've been wanting to remix Emmy songs for literally years, but it never really felt right to ask. And this time, I think I just messaged something like, Hey, um, just uh, in case, like. If you were to send the stems to me, I wouldn't be bored for a month. And then she was like, okay, cool. <laughs> you and... know I
1: wouldn't care? <laughs> yeah, you should have known I wouldn't care. I love that. And, and has a lot of good music out. Like, very, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. thank you. So, yeah. next thing I knew, there was, like, lossless files in my inbox. And so, the first month, I was basically paralyzed by... All the different options because there's so many directions you can take that song in and finally i settled on what if i was emmy's producer but uh emmy asked me instead to make like a sad panda version of the song and just like make it cinematic all the way (laughs) and atmospheric and just skip all the poppy vibes and just make it like a piano piece with a choir in it and all those things, I still need to make drums for them. Uh, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun to work on. And I hope it gives a different flavor to the song. Because I know there's a bunch more ways you can let that song shine. Because it's great, fantastic bass material and has that special something. So really grateful to be working on that.
0: That's
1: great. Yeah, I, and I really like what I've heard so far.
0: I was about to ask, have you heard anything yet?
1: <laughs> yeah, I have, and yeah. I really like it. it it's a, it, it's a vibe.
0: Would would you have ever gone in this direction on your own?
1: Well, I always am so indecisive going in the studio. That's been part of my one of my issues to work through is like because I can hear all these different options mm-hmm. of directions to go in, to go in, and so I hear all that in my head. I just can't do it. 'Cause I don't I don't know how to, I don't how, you know, I don't speak the language of Pro Tools very well. But um people like Nemo's do. And so I'm thankful for that. Mm. That's why I love that he's remixing it in a different way. So I because I did hear a slower version in my head, but that's just not the way we went. So yeah. yeah no. And then Decibel, I still want to sing on a song with Decibel.
3: Oh really? We were actually
1: <laughs> Yeah, we were kicking it around at one point.
3: Oh my God. Well, I I uh I mentioned in stream uh, one or two streams ago about uh, love and coffee.
1: Yes, yes, and then we could like, re- yeah, we could like release it on YouTube or something.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. At well, least. hey, and now we know somebody that could also produce it. So you know, because <laughs> that's also not a strong point for me.
1: <laughs> we do. Nemo's
3: is like Shoot. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I'll obviously do it.
2: Like what I was already thinking is basically a parody version of Eric Clapton's "Cocaine,"
0: and just about coffee.
1: She oh. don't lie,
2: she don't lie, she don't <laughs> lie. No, never
1: a dull moment. Literally.
3: <laughs> well, I, I, so the the my take on love and coffee, which used to be called Mita, uh, was. The it's it's sung from uh one person's point of view, and I'm like, this just screams to be a duet in my yeah. mind, so yeah. that's why, um, you know, and it's it's one of those because I actually I have uh I did turn something that Emmy did on stream into a duet, uh, I don't offhand, I don't remember which song it, it's not one of her songs, it's it's a, a cover of somebody's, but uh, but it's it's not this, you know, I all I did was just Screen capture, uh, the VOD and then sang over it and tried to tweak it a little, but there's only so much you can do with that. But, you know, Mita, I didn't try and do that because to me, it, it really should be turned into a real duet. So, um, but yeah, I I mean, I chatted and and she's totally down with, you know, sending the stems for
1: I mean, I have these stems laying around, you know, for when my music gets placed in film and stuff. Oh, wow. uh, I'll have the stems oh,
0: available. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I have an army of stems, all right, on that computer. Millions <laughs> of stems just waiting on that contract, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Is> it <laughs> um, will use guess. the
1: stems. What I think, Nina, though,
0: them. I think Sing Me to Sleep. So to explain the difference between yeah. Coffee and Love and then Sing Me to Sleep. So, Wait, what? You, just what was saying mita but we were talking about coffee yeah. and love and now i'm thinking see me to sleep so Where, where's the two yeah
1: and i'm thinking love and coffee
0: yeah, so oh, I even <laughs> oh <the> sorry <laughs>
1: yeah no they're all to me they're all interchangeable i just got talked out of releasing a song called mita oh what
0: how many probably mita's wise but... that's, that's the question how many mitas do you have
1: how how many mita
0: like just like songs. songs yeah <laughs>
1: There's only one, Aaron. It's only, it's only, there's only one. Yeah. Okay. Only
3: one. Yeah, and I, I I don't think that song has really changed. Uh, I don't think it's evolved much over time. It's, yeah, it's no. really just the title. It's just the title. <laughs> just the title. Which the title. I mean, honestly, I mean, I can I can understand the point of Meta, but to me, I'm like, I would see that and I'm like. What the heck kind of song is that? And I'd have to listen. So, yeah. Yeah, that, no.
1: okay. You know what? That was my intuition. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's
3: called Read right
1: Like, I think it's Sing Me to Sleep. And I was like, yeah, I guess that's the hook. Uh, yeah. Uh,
0: I, I, sure. see, I was only around for when it became Sing Me to Sleep. I had just joined the community around that time. So, right. And I was like, what did you yeah. I was like, "What is though? I was so confused. And now I,
1: I can't even imagine our. Best thing about Twitch is like I can't even imagine our community without without certain people, you know. Yeah. Which I mean, is kind of funny.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that, now I, exactly, it feels like
1: you've been there forever. But
0: not, that, yeah. that's exactly why I brought Desbo and Nemo's on today because I felt like there was yeah. that they, they are staples in this community.
1: So. I would still tell Desbo to shut up. If he disappeared, I'd still be like, "Shut up! I know you're out there." <laughs>
2: I think I may have threatened Decibel into attending that stream. Like, <laughs> I came across him like earlier that week. In another oh,
3: stream. the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it, it, you'd remind, and somebody on Twitch had reached out. And I'm, I am not great about keeping individuals on Twitch straight all the time because, you know, so many people, I get so many whispers from people thanking me for give subs. And just between all the streamers that I, I'm active, you know, active in their community. It it, just, it all starts mashing together. And somebody had said something about being here in Austin. So when you ping me, I'm like, oh, crap, are you in town? Did I completely forget about this? Because that's what I was thinking. And you're like, no, Emmy's anniversary is here. I'm like, oh, okay. but I, Which I'd forgotten about that coming up because, you know, <laughs> so... And well that,
1: i can't keep track of discord yeah. like it gives me anxiety there's just so many people
0: and you Nimos, know the so. edits on discord too like they always blow me away so
1: same yes. oh my gosh
0: Nemo's. so speaking of the three-year anniversary though, something <laughs> i was about to ask so congratulations again so uh yeah that's all i really wanted to say about that <laughs> i was Thank gonna you. mention that um earlier and i totally forgot <laughs> how dare you whatever yeah for those of you uh, literally a week ago from the day we're recording it was emmy's three-year anniversary on twitch so it was uh, yes you want to explain what you did in honor of the 13th i explained it just there um in honor of your three years
1: (laughs) we just it was just a lot of quality time yeah yeah i just tried to spend time with them all day (laughs) and it was great (laughs) it wore me out dude it wore me out it was so fun though Yeah, and just, yeah.
3: It was really cool doing the, uh, like, actually segmenting it out. And, you know, part of it so that you can get a break. But also, like, 13 hours of just on stream. Aside from being exhausting, you know, the nice thing about doing the gaming is it gives an opportunity for people in the community that want to get together and actually see and hear each other. Because we were all on, you know, Discord video. Like, the community actually gets to interact much more uh, than than they normally can and it it also it kind of lets people get on an even footing with with you know emmy as a streamer where it's now not emmy trying to perform it's a group of people that know each other all together in a video chat like so many people were doing during covid
1: it's um, so opinion. true. And I want to do more of those hangs, too. Yeah, they, they, you know? I couldn't agree more. <laughs>
3: that was so much fun. Oh, sorry to interrupt.
2: No, go ahead. <laughs> uh, so I couldn't agree more with Disable. Um There was one other streamer. Like, I won't shout him out here because we're here for Emmy, But there was this thing called the Zoom fam. And it was basically like a DJ party stream, like three to six hour DJ sets. And there would be like a 20-person video call going on at the same time of like the, the main guests like the, the staples uh, that would always just hang out and it added so much Could you see people physically like dancing to the music and just banter in general or game nights that kind of thing and so you don't only get this asymmetric relationship with the streamer because but you'll know them much better than they will ever know you really but Especially also your fellow stream followers, because you you know them from chat, but you probably haven't seen their face yet, haven't heard their voice. And adding that just makes the whole community so much tighter and adds so much value. Absolutely. And it's
1: way more fun for me. I like seeing your faces. I kind of made it awkward, uh, I think, last week. I was like, turn your videos on. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> no you were fine you were fine I was, I was,
1: was like turn them on let's go let me see you <laughs> it, that
0: was exciting for me because Abby and I at that point we had never chatted besides like via yeah. chat so that was just very exciting yeah. for me and, yeah. yeah and
1: it helps me build up trust and relationships with you guys mm-hmm. you know and so yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah it's just a lot it's good I mean trust and you know I'm a lot more likely now Aaron to maybe give you my phone number or something <laughs> even though like I theoretically do you know what I mean though <laughs> yeah, like yeah yeah
3: yeah yeah so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it there's this interesting line that you have to to walk uh especially as a streamer, but it, honestly, this even happened to me, and it it uh I don't remember whose chat it was in it. It may have been Emmy's or somebody else, but uh you know i I had mentioned that I recently became unemployed, and this person started digging up stuff from the internet. And I'm like, you know, what are you doing? Like, why? And and I don't think they had any ill intent, but it's also like, you know, I I don't necessarily want people to know where I live, <laughs> especially oh, randos, that, you know, that, that so that that trust component, I think, is is a really, really big, you know, it really, really big thing on on Twitch and, yeah. and it's obviously for streamers, but it's. It's also something, and, you know, I've I've seen streams where uh, the stream rules are like, do not disclose any any details about yourself because they don't, yeah. you know, they want to try and protect mm-hmm. people. Yeah, what it's so it? true.
0: And, I mean, what has, like, I've noticed in streams speaking of rules, what has the level of, like, hitting audio been? If, if you're okay with asking. Ask
1: oh, what has that level been?
0: because yeah, I, I haven't seen much of it, but I feel like it has. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, it really, it really hasn't been a thing. Yeah, because I feel like be especially
0: honest. with the amount of weird men or and women out well, there, well, I know. On Twitch. Well, <laughs> uh, I,
1: I, <laughs> I hope that there's a wholesome enough vibe to be like, dudes, just keep that out of here. You know, every now and then there'll be a like a rando that comes in, but then they usually get banned right away. <laughs> it's so funny. Guijibo <laughs> yeah. is so good at that. Shout out to the like, mods he's so good on at the screen.
0: They are great. really just squeegee. But
1: honestly, <laughs> it hasn't been like that at all.
3: No. But I, mean, yeah. I can
0: tell, like, no one does it. So.
1: Yeah, but, mm-hmm. it's been really good. Yeah,
3: it's been- yeah I, I don't know what it's like on the gaming side of Twitch. Because um, I've, I've seen one or two game streams and kind of decided it's not my vibe. But uh, I've seen very little of that on both music and variety streamers. And to me, one of the really cool things is... If somebody comes in and starts stirring up trouble, the community always has the person's back. Like, if, if the person doesn't start saying, people in chat will start being like, dude, not cool, you know? And, you know, to me, it's, it's, I, I think that's one of the things that makes Twitch so special is it's, you know, it's easy to see that it's not the same thing as performing like a live gig, but, not only do you have this interaction that is just completely impractical in in real life but it's it becomes this actual community
1: yeah and it Mm -hmm. speaks to the the quality of the communities on twitch Mm -hmm. so you know what i mean and so people are so small-minded when it comes to twitch really Mm -hmm. they don't know because they're just like oh that's the internet you know and that's how i was really i didn't think twitch was bad i just didn't have any idea what it was and i was like oh i'm gonna get eaten alive (laughs) when i hop on there but then the quality of the community is incredible Yeah, everything Decimal just said. And that has been so mind-blowing to me. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, not that I thought. I just had no idea what kind of humans were going to be watching music on Twitch. And it turns out they're really quality people who just really love music. And they find what they love. And they don't care about the numbers. Mm -hmm. The people that are in my community, they don't care. Because we're a small community. Um, They don't care about, like, following the biggest streamer. I'm obviously not. You know, they're there for a certain reason mm-hmm. and that that those reasons might be different but like you know what i mean Absolutely. i really enjoy it it's mm-hmm. hard to explain it's hard to put into words mm-hmm. but it's like yeah
0: and nemo's so, and Des- and oh, go ahead
1: <laughs> go ahead
0: no nemo's and Despo, what's your favorite part of being a part of the community and just the community as the whole as a whole
3: i mean for me uh because obviously emmy and i have this hate hate relationship so uh you know, I just—it's fun to have. It's fun to play with that. Um, like to me, that's that's a highlight of of Emmy's community in particular. But you know, just overall on Twitch, it's mm-hmm. the fact that you can enjoy both music and community at the same time, and it's and it's an actual community. It's not the same. And and just to be clear, there's nothing wrong with you know live music gigs or any of that stuff, but. This is something that's so unique and totally different. And to me, it's one of the you know silver linings of the pandemic of how many people came over to Twitch and discovered this thing and and started building these communities and these fan bases that wouldn't exist otherwise. Because I mean, if it wasn't for Twitch, I would not have any clue that Emmy exists, you know, because it's it, you know, she tends to be a little more in the folk vibe. That's not something that Spotify is probably going to Well, Now it's something that Spotify would identify because I've favor- you know, liked all of Emmy's songs, but, um but yeah, it's, it's, it's just this, it's the community aspect melded with the music aspect. A hundred percent. I totally get what you're saying. And what about you?
2: I couldn't agree more. It's that, Community, I think amongst the viewers, there's like a very low percentage of people all tabbed out, you know, just listening to the music and then doing something else, not interacting at all. Of course, there's some people lurking, people have got jobs, Mm people have got things to do sometimes. But in general, everyone is in chat, responsive and talking to each other. I think 90% of the people who are regularly in chat are in the Discord and actually you know, contributing because I'm probably in 150 different discords and there's about 10 that are actually active and even fewer that are actually fun to be in. Mm -hmm. And so that keeps it fun also for me to, you know, put in some effort and, you know, try and entertain some of y'all in the meantime and just (laughs) enjoy this the just the m laws even when there's no stream on or or time zone reasons uh I can't actually attend the stream, but I can still have fun uh so that that keeps me in touch with the community and now out of i think thirty six months I've been there for three or thirty three of them so and i I do plan on the next thirty three and I was actually wondering for Emmy like are you planning to? just keep doing this because I imagine the whole journey from, okay, first stream, I'm in probably my parents' basement. in front of a ping pong table. (laughs) And like, what is going to happen now? And now you're here at three years. And where do you see yourself going? You don't have to make predictions, but like, what would you like to do?
1: I had this conversation, actually, I got to meet this other streamer. Um, in person a few months ago and we had this talk about how long because a few of us join within the within the same five-year range and it's going to be interesting to see how long streamers continue doing it as their lives progress maybe they get married or they have kids or um, just who knows what happens in their lives but um, I am taking this one year at a time but I mean I don't have any plans on stopping anytime soon it's really fun and that's the crazy thing is I told myself as long as it was, as long as it was fun, I was going to keep doing it, and it has just been fun the whole time. Right. I mean, there are some days it's so funny. I'll be like, I do not feel like like getting on today. This, I just don't feel like it. And then I get on, and then we start chatting, and I'm like, all right. And then before I know it, like three hours has gone by, and it was fun. So that's it's always like that.
0: It, it is, um, especially from our side. It well. really is.
1: <laughs> But, yeah and there's always those first couple songs and i'm like this sucks why am i singing today <laughs> it doesn't sound good whatever <laughs> these are the thoughts that, you said.
3: <laughs> i mean that that's funny that you say that because i certainly have never picked anything like that up yeah um, good same, same hand, but, and i mean is you know as a singer like i that's i do especially if i'm actually intently listening like, I'm trying to I'm trying to think about like okay what's what's the performer doing so yeah no I
1: <laughs> good that's only the first few songs sometimes but the, the, the thing is the community just lifts me up like without even meaning to it's just being there with them and then I'm like, all right, let's go you know so and that's the crazy thing about twitch that I did not expect and that is also not what it's like performing live mm-hmm. in a lot of settings it just is totally different like I'm playing a job this Sunday at a winery and it's going to be great. I'm going to get paid. It's like, I'm going to work and it's going to be fine, but it's nothing like playing on Twitch, you know, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just interesting. mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Can you explain that difference to us? Like playing live versus playing on Twitch? I mean, I've, I've had that experience of playing live in front of a huge crowd, but I've never had the experience of playing on Twitch. So.
1: Totally. Well, Mm -hmm. and there's, there's different kind of live shows, right? So the jobs are you're just playing for an establishment and you're providing a service. So like this Saturday I'm playing in a lovely winery, Bell Mead Winery in Nashville. And it's beautiful. People come there and I'll just play my covers and like while they drink their wine and I'll, you know, it'll be nice. And they'll give me a bottle of wine that I can't drink. And then I'll give it to one of my girlfriends. And I'm not playing to people that are my fans, right? They're they're just they might not even like my kind of music, but the venue hire me because my vibe is like what they're looking for mm-hmm. so and it always works it, it works but they're not my people you know mm-hmm. um and then when i play a show live that's when i play an original music show i open for a band that is in my style and it makes sense i'm a lot more likely to that would be more of a twitch like show the mo- the closest would be a show where i'm playing my own songs and like my 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 fan would be in the room that's very unlikely to happen maybe one out of 50 people would be a true fan of my music at like establishments you know Mm -hmm. but i haven't actually played a show show in a while and that's okay it's like a a a season i'm going through but i still love playing those shows too but twitch is like where i get that Mm -hmm. fulfilled. is like being able to play my music and share more of who i am as an artist as opposed to the jobs
0: Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely i totally get that uh decibel do you have any questions for emmy uh before we wrap things up
3: um, I <laughs> wish I I wish I'd, I wish I'd thought about this. But no, I, I, should have I, told I don't. You beforehand, I'm sorry. <laughs> he'll ask
1: them on stream. No, he'll ask them in front of everyone. I'm That, sure. that is on true.
0: Stream. He would. He would.
3: Yeah, it. it, it I apply some filter on mm. Emmy's stream, but not not a very thick one. So
1: don't let his good humor right now fool you. Okay.
3: Okay. He's,
1: <laughs> he's putting on an act. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Shut up with all
2: of my <coughs> Antics.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: <man. laughs> uh, so we have some familiar faces on your stream. So why don't we talk about obviously your cap Bones, the um the album who I'm totally blanking on the name right now and I shouldn't be it
3: <laughs> Oliver.
0: O- Oliver,
3: yes.
1: And the, and then, Oliver. Um,
0: and Paul, right? Did I get that right? Yep,
1: Oliver and Paul. Yes.
0: Yes. so that like i know we love them and what was the idea to bring them in regularly onto screen
1: well paul i was in i was in my um parents house in my room which wasn't my childhood room but it had all my childhood stuff in it it's a long story and i just one day was like it is cramped in here and there was paul and i was making little demos in there originally it's a long story but he was just sitting right there so i said dude you're coming with me While I embark upon this adventure, I have no (laughs) idea what's about to happen. And then Oliver was just, I love the color of him, you know, the earth tones. And he was already in my living room. So (laughs) there he is.
0: The Bones just walks around.
1: (laughs) And then I can't get rid of Bones.
3: (laughs) Well, and uh, did you say recently that somebody actually made Oliver for you?
1: Yeah, one of my students' moms, when I was living in Gainesville, Georgia, made him for me.
3: And I mean that like that's really cool, you know? It is.
1: Mm-hmm. And one of his eyes is hanging out because Ari, who you guys did not get to meet, but Ari was my first cat who passed away early, but she bit his eye out. So that's oh. that's nice. I always <laughs> think about Ari when I see his eyeball.
3: I, I always wondered like why have you not <laughs> repaired that? <laughs> but that—that that makes sense.
0: I—I I never I'm... noticed Oliver until like last week. So like, because <laughs> you—you <laughs> like all, like there was a there was a Bones emote, there was a the Paul emote, but you never really mentioned him, so he was just there, and I just never noticed him. Oh.
3: Yeah. we
1: got to get more emotes too. Yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, so you know, speaking of familiar faces, oh. uh, Emmy is is distinct. I I cannot think of any other streamer where I have seen more of their stream space on stream because you've changed your setup several times. So I know at one point, the view that we have now is roughly what we had. Of course, you're now set up on that wall. but uh, And I think you've also had it set up facing this direction. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. It, it used that. to be right here. My my couch was awkwardly in the middle of my living room. It's weird. I don't know. Speaking it of got weird couch. for a minute.
0: Speaking of your couch, let's talk about the jumping.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone came in my stream once and they were like, "You're really annoying the way you re- the way you respond to donos is so annoying." And I was like, "Bro." <laughs> You have to jump on the couch.
0: Yeah, no. Nice. You have another <laughs> staple as well. I'm
1: literally farting in my living room. I mean, come on.
3: <laughs> yeah. I just I <laughs> I know it was on the on the anniversary stream. And for one for one of the I don't know if it was my donation one of my donations or somebody else's, but somebody just made a comment. They're like, R.I.P. couch.
0: <laughs> I
1: saw that.
3: I remember that. I remember
1: that. It's so true. Also I
2: think I should the couch was originally a donut goal. I'm not sure. It
1: was. No, it was when I first moved here.
2: So, if M-laws paid for <laughs> the couch, then we'll probably pay for another one. <laughs>
0: right? I, mean, we, we, I mean, we paid for her car, we paid for this, so, like, like there's a lot. So.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah, it's still going strong, though, I'll have you guys know. Luckily, I don't weigh a whole lot, so, it, you know... <laughs>
0: How is the car now? That, that's the real question.
1: Oh, since I moved to Nashville, I've never had so many cars. She has a whole nother conversation. It's, it's, it's hilarious <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah, life is good, though.
3: It, it, it was very, uh, I, I think you ended up getting the fender fixed, but one of the times that I've been in Nashville and met Emmy, her car, she'd been in a, not a big fender bender, but a minor fender bender, and she had this band aid. <laughs>
0: I mean, you it's talked about this on stream. I forgot about that.
1: And then someone was driving me in a couple months ago and ran over a massive tire on the interstate and like broke the fender again. <laughs>
0: so it's just... so, it, so it's broken again.
1: <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's hilarious at this point. I, I'm not even complaining. It's it's like a staple in my life. So we're good. I <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, mean, you should also always leave one thing broken about your car. Yeah. Yes. Because the second you fix it, it that's when the next thing happens.
0: Or, or do what I did yes. and just hit the same spot and then then never get it fixed and it just gets worse and worse and worse <laughs> over time. Until <laughs> <laughs> it totally yep. eventually got totaled. But <laughs> the only way to go. Yes.
1: <laughs> All right, Des, well, don't you go, you know, confusing my sweet demeanor today. Kindness. <laughs> right? I
0: like this. We got oh, two different sides of Evie today, so... <laughs>
1: i still hate you even more (laughs) you're nice i'm like you're up to something (laughs) i will say too nemos has made me laugh so much like genuine laughs and it's hilarious (laughs) because my friend jen has the opposite sense of humor for me and i've learned that through nemos
2: (laughs) oh man that was awkward
1: He'll send me something that I absolutely die from. And she's just like, what? <laughs> I'm like, all right, well. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm saying, then you just don't know. I don't know how to help you. <laughs>
3: yeah. Speaking of Jen, when's the next Jemmy stream?
1: We need to make that happen.
3: I've never That's a seen a question. Jemmy scene. Screen.
1: Definitely by Christmas. We're gonna miss we're, the we're last songwriting
0: stream, too. So.
1: Oh, Yeah. What?
0: I missed the last songwriting stream as well. So we
1: need another one of those. Oh, I know. We have to make that a thing too. I need to go back to streaming those a lot more. Mm-hmm. Nemos is also super helpful. And Decibel, you've co-written you've co- some.
2: And, yeah, I Dana. forgot to <laughs> mention that actually, like one of the major parts when I knew that, like how interactive the stream is, is like the songwriting stream. It cannot possibly yes. get any more interactive than that. And the people who participated and the input wasn't actually awful. Like, there was some really good input from the chat, and we got some good results, I think. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. that, I think, also inspired me to do the first ever, like, edit of one of the songs. I think it was the Dino chat song. Um, And I sort of added some sort of orchestral score to the audio from the stream vlog. I
1: remember that.
2: And I think I did the same for one of (laughs) Fink's songs. And uh, that's how it all got started into full-fledged remixing, really.
1: (laughs) You did that Fink song.
2: Yeah, that one, too. And the Dino Chat song. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the Data song. So, um, Decibel, actually, Um, Emmy sent me the audio. I need to produce this.
1: Yes. You're
2: producing
0: producing a new Evlog Chat? Oh, my God.
2: No, wait. no, no! It's like when when there's a dono, oh, I should... there's a particular song, oh, oh, oh. For a decibel that we shall not repeat in, in
0: oh. this conversation,
2: oh. and oh, uh, I should probably oh, polish no. off that audio a bit and just uh.
0: This what you played this the other day, right? <laughs> You, yeah, okay. I know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. No, just
3: stop by any stream I'm there and you're going to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm
1: going to make a the, little Twitch thing, like a little Twitch EP, and it's going to be on it. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the funny thing is, is I actually have a version of that song that I'm going to record for Emmy. So. Oh. Oh, hey, <laughs> now see, I have an unfair advantage because since Emmy streams and I am not on stream yet, I know more about Emmy's life than she knows about mine. So yeah. I can actually add real live threats to the stream to, <laughs> to the song. So
0: we do not condone threading on this podcast.
1: <laughs> you know what? You've let out some, okay? You're not as mysterious as you think. <laughs>
0: Oh, it's not. I remember major.
1: I remember every comment, y'all. That's the thing too. I remember everything you guys ever say. Even if I don't re- like respond to it right there, it goes in. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, so she has you, my home address too. Responding to each <laughs> I'm,
1: just, I'm joking, not everything, but it is kinda funny what I
3: remember Ow. <laughs> yeah. the funny thing We is- should
1: end this call before it gets weird.
3: We, we, <laughs> well, at least. <laughs> oh, I I don't know. We may have already passed that reality. Yeah, we probably have, <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> but that that's what, uh, That's why I wanted to bring all you guys together as well to have this amazing conversation. And I just want to you. thank you guys so much for being on this first episode of the Soundtrack to Our Lives podcast. A big shout out to Emmy, who she just a song just came out today, September 29th ninth. But was it called again?
1: It's called Hide Me Here.
0: Hide Me Here, and then you have another one coming up next week. Am I
1: right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's called Vapor. Vapor. Yeah. So yeah, check those out, and feel free to check out Emmy on Switch or any other type of pro- you know. program Patreon. You do as well. <laughs> um, Song which I'm a, I won't get into. Um, that that's a whole other thing. But I I do recommend her songs for that. I I personally have used her services in the past for that before Songfinch existed for her, and it, she blew me away. Um, anything I'm forgetting?
1: Thank you for bringing uh, one of my favorite in-laws and my least favorite in-law.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that I want, I want, that's why I, I hate,
1: hate
0: you I'm too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, one day that hears this, he's gonna be mad. <laughs> <laughs> Jace, Jace,
0: Jace was supposed to be here as well. So and
1: Aaron, thank you so much for being one of just like a really big staple in our community. Of and thank you. For this.
0: And thank you yeah, for and, helping me last year uh with all with the with my sister. So that was that that definitely helped me stay.
3: So yes.
0: So we're gonna wrap yeah, up. Thanks. Yeah.
3: Thanks. Thanks so much for doing this. I mean this this has been just a hoot. <laughs> yeah, at least for yeah, me. Thank you. Because now was- I can fire back it. I <laughs>
0: A big special shout out for both Nemo's and and Decibel for being here today. Um, We would not have had this long of an episode for a first episode without you guys. So thank you guys so much.
1: Thank you again, Emmy, And I'll see you guys in the next one. I love you. I love you. I hate you.